0: Good morning. Good morning and welcome to the last convo of fall semester. There will be a chapel yet on Friday, but this is the last convo. We have a tradition of asking a selection of seniors each year to give senior statements in the last convo. And we have some good ones coming up here. My name is Becky Horst. I'm the convo coordinator. And I will be introducing the speakers two at a time. So I'll introduce two of them. They will each come up and speak and then I'll introduce the next two, and so on. First two speakers are Mohammed Rasulipur and Karina Rohr-Mack. Mohammed is from Iran, and he's a double major in art and Bible and religion. Mohammed is the first student from Iran ever to study at Goshen College. And he is also the first... (laughs) Okay. There's another first. He's the first non-Christian to ever major in Bible and religion. <laughs> the second speaker will be Karina rohr Mech. Karina is from Cincinnati, Ohio. She's a nursing major, a volleyball player. Two things about her, two of her grandparents are deaf, and Wednesday morning, two days from now, she's scheduled to have a tonsillectomy. So first, welcome, Mohammed.
1: Before I start, I will have to say that I'm thankful that I have the chance today to share with you about the nature of my presence here at Goshen College and that I have the chance to thank those who are involved in making this relationship come true. I would like to address my speech to the community of Goshen College as well as the community around it that cares uh, about Goshen College as an ideological entity. Here's where it all began. In 2007, for the first time, an ecumenical peace talk delegation from the United States came to Iran. The delegation consist of, consisted of 17 representatives of different denominations, and on the forefront was a Quaker and Ron Fleming, a Mennonite. <clears throat> My father happened to be the director of interreligious dialogue from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs um, and the, and, uh, the time, at the time, so he was the host of the talks in Tehran. 2007 was our family's first encounter with the Mennonites. In 2008, my father came to College Mennonite Church during one of his visits to the US and had a speech about uh, interfaith dialogue in this very building. This was, uh, this, was here, this was where he made connections among this wonderful community and was encouraged to send his son, me, uh, to study here at Goshen College. I was a student of industrial design at the University of Tehran at the time. In fact, I still am. I'm just on a very long leave from there. Um, I lived with my parents just a 15-minute car ride away from, from my university, which in a city of 15 million is considered a miraculously short ride. I had a normal life and everything seemed to be right in place, until after my first year, my parents planned to come over to the US for a year of sabbatical leave at the University of Notre Dame. This meant that I had to enforce change in my life, either stay home without my family for a year, which I had never done before, or simply go with with them to the land of wonders. My parents encouraged me to go with them, and before I knew it, I had decided to give it a try. The process of me getting to the U.S. was a long and difficult one. If it was not for the support of the college, especially Anita Stalter, um, and the church committee at the time, I would not have been here today. For me, <clears throat> to get here, a lot, a lot of rules were broken through lobbying and connections from both Iranian and the American side. Unfortunately, time does not allow me to get into details, but they are very fun stories to tell. <laughs> so here I was, representing Iran to the community of Mennonites. And following my father's vocation into interfaith dialogue, But I soon realized that something new had happened. I found myself in a dialogue of life with the community members instead of dialogue of faith. I found myself dialoguing and learning from this community every day. I came to believe that the main goal of God's creation was not to practice doctrines and rituals, but practicing living, loving, healing, and peace. Bertha Bici, a respected and experienced member of this community, who spent more than 20 years in Somalia working on peace, once expressed that such pr- she, she much preferred peace work to missionary work. Miguel de Unamuno, the Spanish exist- existentialist, writes in his book, the, St- the Tragic Sense of Life, that the goal of life is not knowing, but living. I truly experienced it at Goshen College, Um, In fact, an Anabaptist school with such faith-based community is a perfect place to understand this important aspect of life, which I had completely neglected till then. Living here in this community of Goshen College taught me how to live much more than it taught me how to to know. As an outsider and a stranger who came from overseas to an unknown place to live among unknown people, with different traditions and customs, it did not take me long to feel that I was a member of this friendly community, to feel that I was hosted by Abraham's children in their tent. So I was at home. I would like to thank all of my friends that shared life with me during my four years here. I would like to thank Bertha Bichi, John and Powell and Fisher, Anita Stalter, and those who helped me, those who helped this connection possible. I would, like to, I would like to thank Paul and Julie Keim, Bill and Phyllis Miller, Gwen and Les gustafsson Irvin and Phyllis Beck, and those who supported me and were like family to me during my stay. And I would like to thank generous support of Church Committee, Wick Stolchfus, John Fisher, and especially Skip Barnett, uh, for all he has done for me from the beginning to this day. At these times of tension, where our country's politics speak about nothing but enmity and hatred, this community embraced me as one of its own. Now, I'll end by saying that today and for the years to come, I am and will be a proud graduate of Goshen College and its community. Wherever I go, whatever I do, my home is your home and my food is your food. Thank you.
2: Hey guys, I'm Karina. I'm a senior nursing student. And when reflecting on my decision to come to Goshen four years ago, I realized it really wasn't much of a decision. My parents wanted me to come to a Mennonite school and I wanted to play volleyball and study nursing. This pretty much made my decision for me. But I had no idea that I would, all that I would experience and learn at Goshen. It is literally impossible to sum up the past four years of my life in five to seven minutes. My four years have been here have been filled with some of the best memories of my life, but I, was, but I have also faced some of the hardest battles. When I tell others I am a nursing major, they normally respond with a comment, related to not having much of a social life. But somehow I've been blessed with incredible memories with an incredible volleyball team, including beating Taylor this year, and have made some lifelong friends. Some other highlights include traveling to Peru, Greece, Italy, Paris, and London. I've never imagined to have so many blessings in four years of my life. But these experiences aren't the ones that have had the biggest impact on my life. The experiences that have changed my life during my college experience are those of challenge. I've learned that this life is a journey and that the path of the journey isn't and won't ever be straight. Learning this and and learning to choose to be happy when life takes unexpected or unwanted turns has changed my life. Not only choosing to be happy, but choosing love has been an inspiring lesson in my life. One of the biggest challenges here at Goshen College included my SST experience. When I talk about my SST experience, I generally say I absolutely loved it, which I did. I have some of my best memories of my life there and miss it every day. But the truth is, SST was hard. I actually had four or five different countdowns until the day that I got to come home. Being outside of my box was hard. Seeing poverty was hard. So why do I say I loved it? Because I learned more in those three months than I can ever explain. My service service experience in the jungle of Peru will always be one of the most shaping events of my life. I was blessed to have two different service placements which I could talk about for hours. One of my placements was working at a special needs school twice a week. This experience not only taught me why I chose to major in nursing and not education, but also showed me the power of joy. I worked with 14 to 17 year olds where many of them couldn't spell their name or count to 10. This was extremely frustrating for me at first, but the kids in that class had more joy in their hearts than anyone that I've ever met. I've never been around so much laughter and happiness. This class taught me to appreciate the little things and to appreciate life. My other placement was at a local hospital on the pediatric unit. My first day here was one of the lowest and loneliest days of my life. Not only were my eyes open to the difference of healthcare in a developing country, but I was also introduced to the nurse that I would be following most of the time there. She happened to highly dislike me from the moment I said, Hi, I'm Karina. I'm from the United States. For the first several weeks of service, I dreaded going to the hospital because I felt so unwanted by this nurse. As hard as it was, I responded to the nurse's negativity with constant open arms and eyes. At the end of the six weeks, the nurse had me to her house, and and for a farewell dinner and said she was going to miss me. This taught me the power of love. Throughout my entire six weeks at the hospital, I also spent each day taking care of the same baby born weeks early and only weighing four pounds. Her mom was unable to pay the dollar taxi ride from deeper in the jungle to the hospital, but this baby needed to be held and fed every two hours in order to survive. I latched onto this baby, but as much as the baby needed me, or needed my care, I needed her. This taught me to appreciate life once again. These lessons have been incredibly motivating, inspiring to my everyday life. I've learned and am still learning how to respond to every situation with love. I've been playing sports all of my life, which has made me a very competitive person who loves to win. Learning the power of love has given me a brand new outlook on competition. Don't get me wrong, I still highly dislike losing, But rather than making life a competition with everyone around me, it's been so much more rewarding to embrace the vulnerability of the unknown and spread love while doing so. My time at Goshen has taught me that we are here to love. Being surrounded with wonderful people and wonderful staff that have such a passion about love is a very rare setting. I couldn't have asked for a more rewarding four-year college experience. Goshen provides its students with not only an education, but amazing opportunities to grow as people. The entire staff truly cares about each student. You can't find this unique community other places. I've learned this in many different occasions while at Goshen, with most of them being the hardest times of my life. When Daniel, my cousin, got hit by the train, our families were in shock, but the entire Goshen community supported Daniel and his parents. Not only this, but Julie Reese didn't hesitate for a minute when I asked if I could take my Gen Psych final a day late because I stayed overnight at the hospital with Daniel or last year when the tragedy of Dr. Miller's death struck our campus, the entire community came together. Supportive staff from the nursing department and science department coped with us as students of Dr. Miller coming together to make us all stronger. Sometimes it's the little things that professors do, like giving me an extension on my final paper, even though I've known that I have when it's due all semester because I have to get my tonsils out on Wednesday. Goshen College has a unique setting that is filled with love. I appreciate every one of you and all of the staff. I hope each one of you can. I look forward to graduating, knowing that there will be certainly be unexpected and unwanted turns in my journey, but finding peace in the challenge, knowing that the, the lessons is all, will always be learned, and spreading love while doing so. I hope you guys all enjoy your ride.
0: Thank you. Our next two speakers, I thought were one person until I actually saw them together one day. (laughs) Brock and Jacob Gunderklein. (laughs) They're from Yellow Springs, Ohio. Brock is a major in social work. Jacob has an interdisciplinary major. He says it's three areas in eight letters, ASL, PJCS, and PE. They are both fans of movies and presidential trivia, and they're both looking forward to being an uncle very soon. Welcome Brock and Jacob.
3: Just for the record, I'm Jacob. I'm Brock. We'd like to begin by saying that when we first came to Goshen, neither of us ever expected to speak here at Convo uh, during our college careers. A lot of students come to college with various struggles and things that they're nervous about, and we were certainly no exception. We came to college shy, unconfident, and extremely dependent on each other. We had been homeschooled our entire lives, (laughs) so uh, thus the transition to alarm clocks, formal class structures, deadlines, and constant access to people our own age was a bit overwhelming.
4: We'd shared a room for our entire lives and managed to maintain a more or less civil situation, so we figured we could live together for one more year. This was to make one of the many transitions that we were going through a bit less jolting and make it easier for us to process the changes together.
3: One of our immediate agendas in coming to college was to individualize ourselves and establish separate identities. We hoped to find separate social circles and take part in different activities, but sharing a dorm room for the first year and sharing a cell phone for the first two years made that pretty difficult. And as you can see, we chose to give this speech
4: together instead of separately, so we're still a work in progress right there. (laughs) Time management was another thing that was especially problematic for us to learn. Um, we pulled all-nighters three to four nights a week for almost our entire first year. In uh, trying to make up for the first 19 years of our lives, we couldn't get enough socialization in, and we couldn't bear to miss out on what our friends were doing, no matter what time of day or night it was. So in order to complete our homework, we would often take shifts at night, with one of us doing homework for an hour, another one sleeping for an hour, and then quit as switch places. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> We would switch places and do that the whole night. This left us really tired a lot of time, and we would often have to choose between food and sleep because there wasn't enough time for
3: both with our busy social lives. (laughs) PowerPoints were another very strange thing for us. We didn't actually know what they were. So our professors had always used them in class, but we didn't know that's what they were called. So we we depended on a lot of our new friends to explain this new technological phenomenon and help us make one for the first time. During my first presentation, I was so nervous standing up in front of my peers to talk that I looked straight ahead and read off my notes for the whole time. And when I looked back at the big screen at the end, I was still on my title slide. (laughs) Otherwise, I'd forgotten to flip through my presentation. So for my very first PowerPoint, no one ever got to see it.
4: We've come a long way since that inaugural year of college. We've developed a little more confidence and have not lived together since our first year.
3: Although we are just four doors down from the apartments right now, so take that for what it's worth. I think speaking of this combo today is evidence of our
4: development toward overcoming some of the homeschool stereotypes that we used to fit into.
3: And P.S. homeschooling was a blast. It was awesome, but it just made college a little bit more interesting. Um, To switch gears, we'd like to offer a quote by Mark Twain that applies to some of our thoughts as we near graduation. Twenty years
4: from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the things you did do.
3: While we would not venture so far as to declare that we have regrets, there are a couple of things that we would do differently if we could do college over again. I suppose I'm hoping that you first and second years in particular will hear this and consider our laments when you come back the next couple of years. The first one is our lack of intentionality to create a more culturally diverse friend group. We love all of our friends. This is not meant to be a slight to them. But we wish that we had been more intentional in pursuing relationships with people that we have less in common with, namely people who are ethnically different from us. Our limited progress has already broadened our cultural awareness and decreased an ethnocentric mindset that we did not previously know existed.
4: The second one is our fear and reluctance to become an active part of campus working for positive changes. I don't consider myself to have a personality that would fit very well in a role where I might be voicing my opinions or helping make decisions. But this school year, I joined the intercultural core of Goshen College, and this experience helped draw out some leadership abilities in me. While we are a new group on campus still trying to form an identity, at times, being a part of a committee that energetically works to foster communication on rising issues on campus helped me feel that I was a part of something bigger than just my college experience. I was a part of a movement that I hope gains steam after we graduate.
3: We encourage each of you to attempt things that you never thought you would, to force yourself to be uncomfortable at times and discover a passion that you don't know you have yet, because we didn't learn these lessons until it was almost too late. We know you've probably heard it before, but having just experienced it for ourselves, we want to reiterate the importance of stretching your boundaries.
4: So when you consider whether or not to join a student club or sit at a table of familiar faces but whose names you don't yet know, think about which decision will have a more lasting impact on your college experience. Thanks a lot.
0: Thank you. Our last two speakers are Samita Thapa and Billy Funk. Samita is from Nepal. She's a major in history, and she said her favorite U.S. food is Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. She thought it was just a genius that somebody thought of putting together (laughs) chocolate and peanut butter. Billy Funk is from Gallup, New Mexico. He has a double major in theater and history, and his mother was in my SST unit in Honduras 40 years ago. So, Samita?
5: Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm Samita, like Becky said, and I'm from Nepal. So how did I hear about Goshen College while I was in Nepal might be a question many of you might be thinking about. So I went to an international boarding school in India for seven years, and that's where um, Dan Lichty was my gu- guidance counselor. So. For those of you who still haven't made the connection, he's now the Director of Admissions here, so that's a pretty good connection to come to Goshen. Um, so my first experience at Goshen College was with lots of snow. I came to Goshen in January of 2010, and The whole campus was under a blanket of snow and that was different, even though where I went to school it snowed a little bit, it stayed for two weeks or so, but here having to live in this place where it was covered with snow for several months was very, very hard. And Since, as a mid-year student, I didn't get a long orientation, I was glad that I actually had a friend who already went here. She kind of showed me around different buildings where I would have my classes and such. But it was still difficult to kind of orient myself with this white snow everywhere because I felt like every building looked the same and then they had these different names and it was really difficult. But I think after a few weeks, I kind of got the hang of it so I knew where different places were even though it was all white. But I felt like as soon as I got used to it, it started becoming spring. So now all the snow melted and it was just grass everywhere. So I was like, now I have to reorient myself all over again. But I think now after these years at Goshen, I could probably tell you where every corner of campus is. Probably maybe better than most of you because I work at the Welcome Center so I actually have to do this on a daily basis where I give directions to people. But today I wanted to take this opportunity to uh, reflect on some things that I've really appreciated and come to love at Goshen College. As an international student, I've really appreciated all the help that I have received here. The financial aid office here has really allowed other international students like me who who find it difficult to pursue education in a country like the U.S. And it would be really difficult for me to go to any other college in the U.S. So I'm really glad that the financial aid has actually helped me pursue education in a U.S. college here. And also the Goshen College, the community around the college has been really helpful and supported, supportive and they've opened their arms and their homes to me and also other international students like me. And that has been really, really helpful to international students away from home because we can proudly say that we have more than one family in a different country. And also the support I get from the International Student Office, especially from Skip and from Sophie, has been really helpful. I'm very glad that there is a place where I can go with my issues and concerns and problems I have as an international student. And they have been very helpful in trying to find resources and leading me the right direction so that they're giving me enough direction that I will be helped, but they're not spoon feeding me that I feel like a helpless child. So that's been really helpful for my own development. along the college years. And also at the same time, I feel very privileged to be in a college where while there might not be a perfect system to address our concerns, we can still voice opinions and have them be heard because I know many other international students that I went to high school with that are in colleges in the U.S. and they for sure don't have the same opportunity that we do at Goshen College. And I've appreciated and cherished the friendships that I have made here. I lived in an international community since I was 12 years old, so I hunger for this intercultural interactions and I, I love that. That's where I lived because my roommates were from different countries and I love having conversations about people's cultures, where they're from, just living with people who speak different languages than you. And When I first came to Goshen, I was kind of nervous that I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Lots of corn fields. I don't know if I'm going to get that experience. But now I can proudly say that I know a lot of people who are from all around the world, and I've just loved that because I live, from, live with friends, I've made friends who come from everywhere else. Um, and f- for example, my roommates now come from Ethiopia, Macedonia, Palestine, and Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So I'm just really glad that I'm able to have um, friends like this and make these friendships that will last me a lifetime. And the greater part about this at this college is that as friends, we can have conversations about our opinions that are very different and about things we learn in class and just you know, enrich our understanding of each other's culture while also creating lifelong memories with each other. And I think what I appreciate the most from an educational institute uh, that Goshen College is is the passion that the professors have here. And I think their passion is so strong that it is bound to rub off on the students. So I took History of Global Poverty in the spring of 2012 with Jan Bender Shetler. And that's, in that class we looked at the strengths and weaknesses of international development efforts around the world. And I was very grateful to have my eyes opened to this, these two um, faces that international development has. And that's where I realized that this was my field of interest and that this is what I decided to, this is what as of now I decided to pursue in my graduate studies and hopefully work in this. And many other classes that I have had with Jan have just been very, very eye-opening and they've just increased my passion in everything. And she, yeah, and other teachers too who have really taught with so much passion, it has rubbed off on all the students, be sure of that. So I really enjoyed my experience here at Goshen College and one day I hope to be able to give back what I can of what this place has offered me. And though I will be ceremonially saying goodbye to the college at graduation, I'm not ready to leave yet. So I'll be coming back next semester because well I'm a mid-year student as well so I need to go till the end of next fall. But for now, just hold on seniors, just a few more days and Goshen, thank you for everything, you've been great.
6: Hi, how's it going? Um, my name is Billy Funk, and um, as Becky said, my mom came here 40 years ago. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that, man. Oh, okay. But um, uh, I grew up in New Mexico. It was a pretty fairly diverse place. And other than my mom, she grew up Mennonite, but other than that, I didn't know what it meant to be Mennonite. And so, um, I mean, I, myself, grew up on a, Presby- in, on a Presbyterian church on a Navajo reservation. And so, coming to Goshen, I think if I had to describe it, it was kinda like Harry Potter going to Hogwarts. <laughs> but, it's like, oh, you're a wizard? Oh, there's other wizards? Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like I just found out I was Mennonite and then there's other Mennonites. So, um, <laughs> that experience was was kind of big and just forming like a Mennonite identity. I didn't really know I had um, a past that my mom had, and that because of that, that was a part of me. Um, when I look over the past five years yeah, I'm a fifth-year senior um, <laughs> and I look about I look at what I've become. Uh, I, I couldn't I don't really know how I got here <laughs> because, um, for example, like right now I consider myself a track athlete, cross country. When I came in, like, out of high school, I was going to play soccer, I was going to go to Goshen College, I was going to be a soccer star and then go to the MLS, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it ended up, you know, I've ended up playing reserve for a couple of years and, and found my passion really in running and I uh, ended up really enjoying running. Um, in terms of theater, I ended up being a theater major. Uh, I never did theater in high school, and so I took a class in theater, and not knowing where I was gonna go, I, I decided to major in it. <laughs> yeah, and that, that worked out, and I, I, liked, I liked learning. I liked learning stuff and facts about historical stuff, and I was like, man, I'll major in that too. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, I, I, came, I came out with a completely different outlook than I would have ever planned, planned for, um, and I think in, in all those things, no matter what, what had happened, uh, what was most important was the people. So, whether it was, like, running with my teammates, that was the biggest thing about track. Um, theater was about acting on stage with some of my best friends. Um, in history, it was just having great conversations with my peers and my professors. Um, in classes, just professors, like, oh my gosh. I keep Kevin Gary a minimum of 15 minutes after every class. <laughs> just, <'cause, laughs> just give me some knowledge, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, and SST, like, just cemented that fact again, like, people are what matter. And so, I know it's, it's um, sometimes troubling if you don't have your life planned out, but uh, in my opinion, you might as well avoid it because it'll end up being something completely different and you might as well pay attention to the people um, because those are the ones who are gonna influence your life. So, thank you.
0: These are all my favorite convocation. Wasn't that a great um, array of opinions from our, and experiences from our seniors? I have two announcements for seniors before I dismiss you. Make sure to pick up your T-shirt if you haven't already done so at the table out here and wear it on Wednesday and sign the graduation pledge if you please. The pledge says, I pledge to explore and take into account the social and environmental consequences of any job I consider And we'll try to improve these aspects of any organizations for which I work.
4: Have a great week. See you later. You're dismissed.